We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast. I am Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. We are talking fantasy. I'm so excited to be joining the team over there. Alex, Tyler, and my man, Mr. Steven. Thank you very much for bringing me on board. We are presented by Blue Wire, and we are the Guilty as Charged podcast. Great new graphics as well, guys. We are jumping in today. I'm going to talk to you guys all about Jared Cook, the newest weapon that Justin Herbert has in this Charger offense. So I'm going to jump in. We got a little business to attend to. If you did not see or listen to or download or watch last week's episode of Guilty as Charged, you can go and check it out on YouTube. Please, we talked about the fantasy preview of the Chargers this year, kind of where they're going to go. We didn't actually touch on Jared Cook. That's why I'm jumping into him today. And he's also the newest member of the team. And I'm excited to share all about that. So let me jump into my presentation teacher in me always wants to present. Let's rock and roll. So here's our agenda today. Welcome Jared Cook. We're going to look at some of the tools of the trade that he brings, the skill set that he has established himself as a as a 10-year-plus vet in the NFL, playing for six different organizations. Uh, he started in Tennessee, went to the then St. Louis Rams, the uh, Packers, the Oakland Raiders then, Oakland Raiders, uh, the New Orleans Saints. So he's been all over the map. Now he is with the Chargers. He's got a one-year 
million dollar signing bonus up front, $4.5 million total in uh, package deal if he completes the whole season. So uh, let's welcome him. But but first, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping here and see if my uh, my guy works here. Oh, very good. So where is Nimble? I want people to know where they can find me uh, and my work. You can check me out at NimbleWNumbers on Twitter. You can check me out at NimbleWNumbers.com during the, the DFS season. I'll have content there. I do a podcast every Monday, 10 o'clock, the FF Millionaires on Twitter. We call ourselves the Fantasy Millionaires. That's the name of our podcast. And I just signed with Fantasy, uh, with Underdog Fantasy. I'm really excited. My promo code is Nimble. So if you jump in there, I'll be playing best ball drafts every day from now until the end of the, (laughs) no, don't tell my wife, from now until the start of the season. And then they're going to transition into having weekly leagues. I'm really excited with my partnership with Underdog Fantasy. So please check them out. Remember, promo code is Nimble. I also have a podcast on Friday nights at 11 called Chalk Blocked. And that's with Bo underscore McBigTime and my man Jordan Vanek1 on Twitter. We talk DFS, NFL Draft, we got a show coming up this Friday. We're talking all things NFL Draft, so please do check us out. We're on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. All right, here's what we came for today. My man, Jared Cook, welcome to the fam. Uh, right now, we're checking out a nice little graphic that the Chargers put up tight end. It says, hashtag, bolt up. And, you know, they couldn't put him in, in, in the blue and the yellow, but uh, they did black out so you couldn't see uh you know, his Saints colors, but we'll get him in some in some good colors soon. Here's what I want to do. I want to kind of show you guys some of the Jared Cook uh, tools that he brings and, and what are his skill set. And, uh, you know, he's not a replacement one for one for Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's younger. Uh, Hunter Henry served a different role in this offense uh, or the past offense that, that Jared Cook served in the Saints office. I know Lombardi's coming over. He's going to be bringing uh, some of that Saints mentality to the offense, I'm sure, some of that game plan. So it's going to be a different role. Uh, it's going to be a different skill set that he brings as well. So I want to jump in. We're going to look at a little film today on the on the video. I'm really excited about that. We're going to use my, my Twitter here. Oh, jump ahead a little bit. Don't want to do that. We're going to look at a few videos uh, that the NFL and the Saints have put out. The first one is going to come from uh, Jared Cook getting a little touchdown pass with Taysom Hill. A few things I want to kind of highlight before we watch the video. Uh, I want you guys to see where he's running out of, first of all. He's running out of the slot. So he's going to be right here, right next to the down lineman. Uh, he's on the hash mark. It's second and 10. They're right on the edge of the red zone. And what you can see is they're in a cover two defense. They have their middle linebacker dropped in here. It looks like they're going to do a zone, probably a man underneath. If they're going to have you know somebody go on a drag route, they might have their corners cover. We'll see what happens here with Jared Cook. Just watch him and see what he can accomplish in this play. Here we go. Second and 10. Oh, right in the middle of the field. What a touchdown, right, indeed. So let's watch it again. We'll stop it right with the high point where he gets the ball. There he is. So he went straight down the seam, went past the middle linebacker, into space, right into the heart of the end zone. It's a one-on-one matchup at that point. No safety uh, is going to be over there to help the other safety who's in the middle of the field or the linebacker, whoever's on him. He high points the ball. You can kind of see the ball right here. There's no one going to be stronger than him at this point. He's already leveraging the the defender right here. He's got a whole head above him. This is what he brings, uh, that jump ball scenario in the end zone, in the red zone particularly. He is so dangerous. He's very athletic. He can get up and get in space. That was the first thing I wanted to show you guys there. We can finish this highlight again. Just have him. Oh, he, he catches it. He, he wouldn't even have fallen down there. Oh, what a catch of the touchdown. Yeah, sick it. 
Take it again. Mm. Snags it. Oh, I wish I had more replays of that one. That's the first one. I think it's an excellent one. Let's take a look at the next one. Uh, this is a, a pass from uh, Drew Brees to Jared Cook. And, and we're going to pull it up here. The Saints are on, uh, they're in the red zone. They're on the 16-yard line. And, and this time, Jared Cook is running out of the top of the field. He's going to be over here on the right side of the field, past the hash marks, in between the numbers and the hash marks. And he is one-on-one, it looks like, with a linebacker. He probably has safety help. Drew Brees, you know, he is not very tall. Uh, he's probably... Five foot eleven, if he is. So he he's not gonna uh, watch what he does, and watch what Cook does to adjust to the ball, and, and watch the catch he makes here. Sixteen yard line. Yeah, lofts it up. Oh, perfect. He had an arm brought in there. Let's watch it one more time. Oh man, that's perfect. Right there, you can see. Defender arm right inside of him. He's getting a contested catch in the end zone. He's playing right through that contact. He maintains possession of the ground. So very physical. He's not deterred by somebody trying to come in and uh, strip him of the ball when he's getting uh, uh, on top of the ball in that position. No one could have stopped him from catching that touchdown. So his body positioning is excellent. He has the speed to get down past those linebackers. And then Drew Brees... Fed him over the top. I've got one more, and this is from 2019. This is on the nine-yard line. This time he lines up on the outside as the outside receiver in that Michael Thomas role on the left side of the screen. Take a look at what he does on this slant. Mm. Ooh, it's from Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm going to describe a few things that he does. One... Great route. He ran right to his point, angles perfectly, turns. He's expecting the ball. The receiver, or sorry, the defender can't react to the receiver in time. You can see he's on his back foot. So Jared uh, Cook is turning, open, facing the ball, catches it in stride. He gets hit at the three-yard line, but his momentum, he's so big and strong, carries him right through the tackle into the end zone. So you have a receiver who can line up in multiple different positions on the field, all over both sides, uh, and then you can see what he can do when he gets the ball down in those contested catches. Every single one of those touchdowns, he was hit during the reception. So, you know, he is somebody who does bring uh, a little bit of toughness, a little bit of athleticism, great hands as well. Let's take a look at how he did last year. We're going to bring up our presentation, back to teacher mode here. Uh, Let's bring up our presentation and how he finished uh, playing for the New Orleans Saints. So last year he ranked as the tight end 17. Uh, not not the best. Uh, he was seventh though in touch, or he was sixth in touchdowns with seven. So he is a red zone threat, like I just showed you right there. I think that's where he's going to do most of his damage this year for the Chargers. He had 500 and four receiving yards, which it was good. Uh, he only had 37 receptions, though. That was a, that was a low point for him. Uh, definitely not one of his better years in receptions. Uh, overall, his contested catch rate was uh, 64.3. He had, was which ranked him eighth, which you saw in some of those uh, highlights I just showed. You know, he's able to get there, particularly in the red zone, which you love. Uh, and then drops. Uh, he was tenth in drops. He only dropped uh, three passes last year. So you know, he definitely is somebody who does. 
bring uh, a weapon. He's a weapon. He's not, I don't think, uh, washed up. He's not somebody whose better days are behind him. I, I do think he can still bring a level uh, of competitiveness to that position. And we'll talk about his projection in a little bit. Uh, particularly one thing I do like is that he knows Lombardi's system. He's been there for a couple of years. So there's going to be fluidity there uh, in kind of how he uh, is used, particularly in the red zone. You can see in those highlights, he is a weapon. So I really love him, particularly getting those touchdowns and those targets. So let's look and see what his career, what he's done over his his fantasy career and, and kind of what he's averaged and, and some of his stats, right? Last year, he only had 37 receptions, uh, down six receptions from the year before, uh, down from the, the career high he had in 2018. Uh, you know, he saw 21 less targets, so or 21 less catches. He saw 40 less targets. So you can see the Drew Brees and the, the offense, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, he, not a focal point. But when he was given the ball, very successful. His yards per reception, 13.6. That shows that he's getting the ball in space. He's able to move the ball downfield. He's able to get past those linebackers. You saw in one of those clips, for the touchdown, he could have kept going uh, and getting chunk yards, 20, 30 yards. So I think that he does have uh, a skill set that Hunter Henry, not that he didn't have, but Hunter Henry was not used uh, to stretch the field. He was, uh, Hunter Henry, you'll see his stats in a little bit. Uh, They're a little bit, um, his, his yards per reception are a lot lower. And, just, and so the, where he's used in the field is different. So if they could maximize Jared Cook, I think he does have a potential to increase his stats uh, from the last couple of years. Last year, he got 127 fantasy points. This is in PPR. Uh, the year before, 167.5. So I think it's somewhere in between there. We'll, we'll talk about where and kind of where it plays out and the scenarios that, that are going to come. Uh, let's take a look at where the Chargers did last year as a whole at the tight end position, right? Uh, as a whole, they did pretty well. They scored over 200 points. You know, Hunter Henry was the, the bell cow, 145 points. Donald Parham Jr. came in at uh, 43.9. Uh, Steven Anderson uh, and Virgil Green each had uh, double-digit points totals for the year. Um, so altogether, there are points to be had. I know the offense is not going to be completely the same, but there are points to be had uh, in this position. And so next year, you're going to have Donald Parham back. I know the Chargers are going to draft a tight end. Excuse me, let me drink some water. They're going to definitely draft, hopefully, a tight end um, this year. So there are points to be had. How many of those points are going to go to Jared Cook? And what role is he going to serve? I think he is going to continue to be uh, a value. Maybe not uh, somebody you're going to draft as your tight end, but as a streamer and as a DFS option, I do think he's going to be valuable. I think he'll be more valuable to the team than he will be to fantasy, if that makes sense. I think he'll plug in. I think he'll do well with first downs. I think he'll do great uh, for helping other receivers get open. Keenan Allen, I think he'll draw you know, coverage away, or at least be open because Keenan Allen is drawing coverage away. So uh, there's a lot of potential there. Right now, if you look at the fantasy data over at fantasydata.com, love those guys, uh, they have him, uh, his ADP being drafted as the 20th tight end. I think that's a little undervalued. I'm going to move him up a little bit in my rankings. Uh, I think that he has weekly potential to be in the top 12, depending on matchup, Uh, particularly once we kind of see how targets are established. You might be able to see more what his role is indicative to, uh, you know, how many targets he's getting, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and what that distribution looks like, Austin Eckler out of the backfield as well. But uh, touchdown dependent tight ends are very streamable. They're not dependent every week we can rely on them. But when you're looking at 
those. There's teams last year when we studied the data that gave up more touchdowns as defenses, so we can target them and kind of pick and choose when we want to play him, and he'll probably be available most weeks to stream, which will be nice if you want to jump in there and just grab yourself some Jared Cook for a week, get some points, uh, you know. So let, let's talk about where he ranks up here in, in some of these other tight ends and and where I think that, you know, I, who I'd rather have and, and when it comes to him. So uh, right now, uh, he's around that Mike Gusecki, Irv Smith, Tyler Higby, O.J. Howard uh, level. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I'm comfortable with having him over Tyler Higby. I'm not a huge Higby fan. I know they'll have a, a increased role with Everett gone, but you know, I still am not. Uh, I lo- Listen, I won 5K uh, off of Tyler Higby catching three touchdowns last year, so I'm not going to totally dismiss the man, but uh, I think uh, from week to week, he's going to not be as consistent. I think Jared Cook will have a little bit more consistency than him. Uh, O.J. Howard, I've not yet to see it. When I see it, then I'll believe it, but until then, I'm not going to see it, particularly with Gronk there. Uh, Gronk's still a big part of that. I'm not going to rank the second tight end uh, in an offense, uh, uh, you know, maybe even Tom Brady offense, you know, when you have weapons, uh, you know, particularly like Mike Evans. Uh, and I don't know Antonio Brown's going to stick around. I'm not sure. But Godwin is uh, the franchise player there. So uh, uh, throw O.J. Howard out. He's not even in my top 25. Buy O.J. Howard. So uh, there's uh, him. I think Gasecki is going to be boomer bust this year. I do like Gasecki. Uh, and Irv Smith does have a role. So I do think he's he's in the correct zone of, of players. I think there's a few players I like better than him. If Zach Ertz stays in Philly, I don't like him there. If Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz can get out of the top 20 if he's still in Philly. If he if he gets traded to the Colts, if he's playing uh, with his old Bible study pal, his, you know, uh, quiet time guru uh, over there in Carson Wentz, I'm okay with it. And, and, and maybe they're neck and neck, but uh, I'm going to drop him out of that as well. So I think there's a little bit of speculation here, but you can see Jared Cook very achievable. If you're trying to grab him on the cheap as maybe your second tight end that you're getting, or if you're in a bigger league, you want to grab Jared Cook. Uh, not not a bad uh, little pickup there at all uh, with the tight end ADB currently where it is. Um, so let's talk about what I think he actually is capable of this year. And, and I'm not sure what it's going to look like completely, but this is what he, I think his, his kind of ceiling is if he plays every game. You know, that's kind of how we all do it as analysts. We look at uh, what has he done before? What is the offense uh, kind of you know, going to look like? Where is his niche in the offense? And, uh, you know, I'm not going to project him the 93 targets that he had last year or Hunter Henry Hart had last year at that position, but there are targets to be had. So let's get into it a little bit here uh, and talk about what I think he can do. Uh, I'm going to project him for 75 targets. Uh, I think that's a fair amount of targets in this offense. You know, it could anywhere from 80 to down to 70, but I think that 75 is a good range of outcomes. You know, given how much, uh, you know, and what his his catch percentage has been, his reception percentage in the last couple of years, you know, I think 55 receptions is reasonable. You know, it could be anywhere from 50 to, you know, 58, 57. I think that's a reasonable ceiling for him. You know, I think that's a, a top of the line, how he's going to perform at his best. Um because last year he only had 37 receptions, you know, his his 504 yards was really impressive. You can see that his his reception, you know, 13.6 yards per reception, that's a, that's a great rate, you know. And, and uh, I'm not sure he can sustain that. I'm not sure he's going to need to sustain that in this offense. So uh, I think his receiving yards will kind of go down a little bit from last year. Uh, it doesn't mean uh, he's not going to still be used, but I think first downs, you know, kind of keep drives alive more so uh, than you know, being the guy who catches and runs all the time. I think he's going to have to do that. Not that he doesn't still bring those yak yards to the table, but it's not going to be the primary focus. Uh, Second is touchdowns. You know, last year he had seven touchdowns. I'm projecting him for seven touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays a full 
successful season if he has you know, maybe eight touchdowns. Uh, touchdowns are really hard to predict. They're they're not something that are um, you know they're the variance from year to year, particularly with receiving and rushing touchdowns, uh, unless you're. I don't know, Jamal Charles, uh, you know, in, in his heyday, you know, you're not going to be getting those consistent uh, touchdown you know, numbers. But I think that Jared Cook really has an opportunity here. You saw in the highlights where he's used, you know, maybe not down the one or two yard line, but getting into that red zone where he can separate and create space. I think Justin Herbert's got a cannon. And uh, if, if Drew Brees and his little lob arm can get it in there, you know that Herbert can gun it in there and he makes just him more dangerous as well. So whenever Herbert's in the 20 yard line, even in 30-yard line. Look for Jared Cook to be somebody who is is live, as they say. So uh, I'll be betting him some of these touchdown parlays where you you know can bet an over-under for a game you know, or first to score a touchdown. Uh, you know, Jared Cook might be getting a few of those this year for me. Uh, when it all set, is said and done, where does his fantasy points shake out? You know, I, last year he had 127, the year before 168 up there. So somewhere in between, I think, if he plays a full season and he's featured in the offense like I think he can be, uh, yeah, I put his fantasy points around 145 fantasy points in a full PPR. Uh, I'm not going to do a half P point, a half PPR because you know I'm I'm full or nothing. Sorry, you know to all the half PPRs out there. But I mean, he he still it grades you know 125 points. I don't know something like that. Um, but overall, you know they have him at 20th right now. He's being drafted. I think he's more in the 17th range. Uh, and if you're not going to draft a second tight end and he's going to be available, he could be somebody you stream in your league. If you're in a deep league who uh, you know maybe has a longer bench or I know. COVID protocols have kind of made it so that, that there's more roster flexibility. I think he's somebody worth stashing and, and kind of holding on to. Uh, what he's been able to achieve the last couple of years just with his touchdown equity, you know, is is uh, something that you're looking at. So the last three years, he's had six touchdowns in 2018, nine, and seven. Uh, and so... I, that's not bad. You know, I, I'll take 22 touchdowns. That's about seven a year. So if he can just get those targets in the red zone, I think he's very effective. Uh, and he's somebody who I think is worth rostering in those leagues. So uh, that is my projection on Jared Cook. I'm excited that he is joining the Chargers this year. Bolt up, brother. Hope you have a great season. Uh, we are on Blue Wire over here uh, at the Guilty as Charged podcast. I'm Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers over on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to please check me out. Follow me on social media. Uh, I'm also at the FF Millionaires, uh, Chalk Blocked on Twitter as well. I got so many little Twitter handles. Uh, and, and do check out Underdog Fantasy promo code NIMBLE. If you're watching this at home, everybody, I drew that myself, hand-drawn. I'm not an artist, but I do play one on the internet. So check me out. And for everybody at the Guilty as Charged podcast, you know, Alex, Tyler, Steven, I appreciate you guys. You're the best. See you guys next time. I got some out music I'm supposed to rock. So let's see if I can hit this, Jamie, and do it the right way, all right? All right, share screen. Yeah, I can do it. Outro music. Oh, I can do it. We're about to do it. Oh, he's going to get it. He's got it. Oh! No. The intro music. You can't do it right every time. You know what? Sometimes you get it wrong. Let's try this one. This might be the right one. There you go.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.